Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Hello and welcome to No Bad Hops, the podcast all about baseball and beer. I'm your host, Anthony. This is our season preview edition of the podcast. Last year, I took a look at all 30 MLB teams and previewed each of them by myself. And while, you know, drinking alone can be fun at times, it's much more enjoyable to share a beer with a friend. So that's what I decided to do for this year. So this year's uh, season preview will be focusing on fans and what they hope for for 2024 from their teams. We'll look at their off seasons. We'll talk to them about who they're excited about watching in 2024 and what they're hoping for, for their favorite teams. We'll have a beer. We'll talk about some other stuff as well. So we look forward to you joining us and being a part of it. If you want to join the conversation, if one of your favorite teams is like the Kansas city Royals, please reach out to me via direct message on Instagram at major league brews, or you can email me at, aabrew162 at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and we hope you enjoy. Just a quick note, Victoria and I recorded this podcast a week before Cody Bellinger re-signed with the Cubs on a three-year, $80 million deal. So when you hear Victoria talk about her disappointment in Cody Bellinger not returning to the Cubbies in 2024, uh, it was all for naught because he decided Chicago is where he wanted to be. Uh, so that was a three-year, $80 million deal that he signed with opt-outs after the first and second seasons. Uh, but he will be returning to play outfield for the Cubs, uh, where he had a great bounce-back season in 2023. So uh, that's just a quick update, and uh, enjoy the rest of the show. This is the first time I'm doing it this way. So okay. cool. Um, hopefully it, it should all work. And it looks like it's going to. Cool. I love when technology actually <laughs> comes together. <laughs> when technology co- cooperates, it's really good. Yes, it is. Okay. All right. So welcome, Victoria, uh, to the uh, we're doing the season previews edition of Major League at Major League Brews for the uh, No Bad Hops podcast. Um, we have Victoria. She is at Cubs Girl and AZ on Instagram. She's a Cubs fan living on the West Coast uh, in the desert. So uh, welcome today. Hello. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. So first, before we get started, we need to open a beer. Uh, yes. So what are you drinking today? Today I am sipping on our Hus Brewery. It's a local brewery. It's Copper State IPA. Nice. Awesome. Yeah. 
about you? So I was trying to find something that was either Arizona or okay. Chicago, and I couldn't find anything. Um, besides, you know, like the Goose Islands and things like that. So I wanted to go a little more low. So I actually went with a New York brewery. Uh, it's okay. District 96. But I went with their political juice. I figured since, you know, <laughs> political corruption in Chicago is uh, something it's famous for, I thought it might be a good tie-in. So It is very famous for. In fact, if you get the right Uber driver or cab driver, they will absolutely glorify the uh, political mess that is Chicago. <laughs> oh, that sounds lovely. It is fun. You know what? It's actually a lot of fun to listen to them because they can, the older ones can go back into the seventies oh. and talk some real old school corruption stuff that used to happen around there. Cool. Well, cheers. Salud. Oh, that's nice. That's real nice. Very crisp. A nice afternoon beer is always good, especially on a Friday. Hell yeah. <laughs> I will say I needed a coffee about 20 minutes ago. So uh, I'm caffeinated now and I got a beer. I'm, I'm evening myself out here today. I like it. It's a good Friday. Yeah. <laughs> so you grew up in Chicago area. Is that how you became a Cubs fan or have you always yeah. lived away from Chicago? Always lived away from Chicago. Um, I was born in Mesa, Arizona, raised in Gilbert. So as most know, uh, Mesa, Arizona is the home to the spring training for the Cubs. So I literally grew up with them in my backyard for one month every year. That's awesome. Yeah, until 1998 when the Diamondbacks finally made their appearance here. Um, I was already you know, 18, 19 years old at that point. Very much a Cubs fan, very loyal. And that wasn't going to change. And it still hasn't. I do cheer for my Diamondbacks. I go yeah. to a lot of games. Um, they are my home team, but when the Cubs are here, I am a diehard Cubs fan. Good. I know that must have been, uh, it, I would imagine it would have been a hard decision if you were a little younger. Like, do I stay? Do I go and become a Diamondbacks fan? But 18, 19, you're kind of cemented. You've seen, you've oh, been yeah. through it at that point too. <laughs> and, and I definitely had. <laughs> I got made fun of so much throughout junior high and high school for being a Cubs fan. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but you had the Sammy Sosa years, you had, you know, you had some good runs there in, in that time. So uh, that probably made it a little easier um, to stay yes a little and no, until that playoff time came around. And wow. it was, yeah. <laughs> I, think, I was wondering if we'd make it through without mentioning that, that playoff series, but you know. It's okay. It's okay. If it makes you feel any better, the Diamondbacks have broken my heart as a Yankee fan. So, you know, I, I, I know the heartbreak that can happen in World Series and playoffs. Um, I mean, I've seen a lot of championships, so I'm never going to complain. But Yeah, you should not complain. <laughs> and they've all been within your, or majority of them have been through in your lifetime. All Yeah, all of them. I mean, I, I was a Yankee fan during like those lean years, you know, when it was in the 80s and late 90s. But for the most part, uh, it's been a it's been a good run. So yeah, I, I, I tell... <laughs> Yankee fans who are like younger than me, like 25, I'm like you have nothing to complain about. You've only known like the greatest team like you could watch. So not fair. <laughs> so you have them in your backyard. Do you get, do you still get to a lot of spring training games now or? Yes. Oh yeah. Yep. That's At all. least uh, one a week I attempt. Sometimes there's more. Um, 2021, I think was the only year I did not make it to actual Sloan. And that was just because of the limited seating at that point. Yeah. And ticket prices were so outrageous. And I do have a limit for spring training ticket prices. 
<laughs> no, I get it. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Uh, I've, I've not, I've been to spring training games in Florida, uh, okay. waiting for my kids to get a little older to go to Arizona and, you know, really just baseball them out completely and <laughs> spend a week. How old are they? They're six and eight. So they're getting Ooh. close. Yeah, they are. Yeah. That was the rule with my children. Um, under six, I would not take them to games. Yeah. So all three kids in my, um, all got their first games at the age of six. Nice. And my eldest, it breaks my heart because she's just not a sports fan. She does not appreciate what she got to see for her first game. And it was the 2001 very first game for Arizona Diamondbacks against the Braves. Oh, wow. So she actually got to see Maddox versus Johnson. And to us, that's like, oh, my God. You, <laughs> like She went and saw that. That was her first game. And she's like, who? Sports ball. Okay. I'm like, oh. I think maybe you just need to keep playing it on a loop until it like really just ingrains somewhere. Yeah, you think that would help, but it does not. She's nearing <laughs> 30 at this point and just like, I could care less. Yeah. <laughs> care less then, she could care less now. <laughs> well, that's an awesome. Let's, at least you have a good story out of it. Yes, I do have a good story about it. Yeah. So the Cubs, their 2023 season was kind of up and down. What was your, you know, looking back on it now, how do you feel about, about what they did last year? They definitely exceeded my expectations. I didn't have any, first and foremost. And I try, a lot of people argue with me about being a huge fan because mm -hmm. when being a Cubs fan, I've learned not to have much expectation when a season starts. So that way, no matter how it ends, I'm pleasantly surprised. Or if I'm disappointed, it's not overly disappointed because I am a Cubs fan and, you know, our championship year and the year surrounding it, we're very far and few in between. <laughs> so yeah, I'm very reserved when it comes to hopes for the year. So last year it was a very, very pleasant surprise the way we ended. Good. Yeah. I mean, after going 108 years, I would think, you know, 10, 15 years is not going to be, you know, not going to kill anybody at this point. No, it's not. So, it's not. and we're still within a 10 year span of winning that world series. And I have a very, very unpopular opinion with it when it comes to the Ricketts family. Mm -hmm. um, they came in with an objective and some goals, right? They've hit all of them. They know those stands are going to fill regardless if they have another winning team or not. Yeah. So do they need to spend the big money? No, they don't. <laughs> and they prove it time and time again since the World Series. This whole lingering with uh, Bellinger is a perfect example. Oh. There's money. Don't tell me that we don't have the money. Yeah. They're just not doing it. They don't need to. They know that money can line pockets, whether people want to hear it or not, whether I'm going to be blasted for that or not. They don't need a winning team anymore. Now, they, they did accomplish the goal. They and did. I mean, it's Wrigley Field, so you have the charm of the ballpark. Um, you know, you, when people are coming to Chicago, catching a Cubs game is definitely the way to go over, you know, going to a White Sox game. So it's, you know, even just like the, the pure clout of it is different mm -hmm. uh, behind behind the Cubs. So, uh, I mean, I agree with you. There, there's less incentive to do it. Um, if they hadn't won the World Series, I could see them, you know, all right, we got to make the push. But yeah, they tanked, they drafted well, they traded, made good trades. All those guys paid off when they needed it to. And, uh, you know, they, they got that championship. Um, 
I was thinking maybe we should push off our conversation in case they made some moves, but it's looking less and less likely. So I'm glad we're having the conversation now. <laughs> it is. Yeah. The press conference that I um, watched yesterday with, we have so much admiration for him. That's all we can say. Just all this admiration. That's not indicating that we're chasing, getting ready to sign. Hopefully we're going to sign. That's kind of sending him on his way. At least that's the way I took it. Yeah. And he was a fun player to watch last year, um, making that comeback, hitting hitting over 300 again. Just the, yep. the way he came back from the just dreadful seasons he was having before that was really spectacular. Not just the dreadful seasons prior, the beginning of the season before that injury that took him out. Like that was, I'm like, who? why did we sign this guy? Like he was shit in Los Angeles. He's coming here and really not proving anything. And then when he came back from that injury, he was a total different player. That was his rookie year status. Like it was awesome to watch. I was super excited about it because I was his, I was not a big fan of Bellinger when he came to the Cubs. I was like, nah, take him or leave him, whatever. Now I, he needs to be signed. He yeah. is a puzzle piece for this team to make it a truly winning contention team. And they still haven't done it. So, so the right now the Cubs are, projected by Fangraphs to win 81 games and finish in second to the Cardinals um, who are projected for 83 wins. So the the whole NL central is kind of up for grabs. I would, in my, in my thoughts, you know, looking at the Cardinals, what the Reds have done, uh, the Brewers, no one's really gone for it in this division. Um, I mean, the pirates, you can kind of count out, but uh, that's another conversation. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So what, Besides the Bellinger move, obviously that, you know, that's a big one. Uh, and that's a pretty obvious one, like, you know, that you know what you're getting. You already know what you have and mm-hmm. you, you know what you brought to a clubhouse as well. Um, is there another move that you would think or another area that you think that if they made this move gives them a, a boost in that standing in the NL Central? Our bullpen. Now we signed that Japanese. I cannot pronounce his name to save my life. So I'm not going to hack that for anybody or embarrass myself trying. That was a, a great signing. We need more middle. We need more of a middle game. Uh, we need a designated closer. Yeah, I think our, our bullpen is probably what's going to bite us in the ass in the end. It always yeah. does. Yeah. I mean, last year we hung in. And you can honestly say that we hung in there. I don't want to hang in anymore when it comes to pitching. And again, our budget allows us a lot of wiggle room for some bigger names and some clout behind it. And I, I don't know why we're not making these moves. Did you think there was a lot of, you know, Otani to the Cubs talk. Did you ever think that was a thing going to happen? Was there any point? Oh yes. I was very, very hopeful. And then when he went out with the surgery, I, I backed off big time because you don't know what you're going to get back. You honestly don't. He's he's not that young anymore. He's not in his early 20s. You know, and the way that they set up his contract probably was brilliant. Yeah. Just in case, truly, because, you know, there's, again, you don't know. You want to pay for a designated hitter, okay. But that kind of money for a DH, I don't see the value in it. But, again, they're hopeful for that arm as a pitcher. Yeah. Then you put the package together for sure. But without – I don't know. Just that that surgery really put the stops on it for me. So we'll see how it goes. Yeah, it's definitely going to be interesting to see how the next ten years of that 
play out. <laughs> uh, well, for his contract, the next, I don't know, 100 years for as long as it got deferred. But, uh, yeah, that'll definitely be something interesting to see uh, how how it continues. Um just going back to last year, you know, the car, the, the Cubs were making their moves and yeah. holding on to that last wild card spot that the Diamondbacks ended up grabbing. So was there any like confliction in you that like, uh, you know, if this Cub team gets in, they can go far, but the Diamondbacks, eh, they might make that run instead. I'd be okay if they did. I would be. That was fun to have the World Series in the backyard again. That was yeah. a lot of fun. I was not mad about it. I got to go to two games. I cheered full on for the Diamondbacks. Like, I'm okay with it. Now, if they come into a wild card against the Cubs or actually square up in a playoff game, then I'm, I'm going Cubs all the way. All right. Yeah. Yeah. That was like a really, I mean, you, you were pulling for the Cubs, but a, a no lose situation. You got to go to some, you know, World Series games. And, you know, it, it worked out. <laughs> yep. I did. <laughs> no complaints here. Yeah. So who are you looking most forward to seeing this year for the Cubs? Either it's a breakout player or someone you want to see take the next step or a new player for the Cubs. Who, who are you really focused on? Who do you think, who are you excited to watch? I'm excited to watch our new pitcher. That's to me. I'm excited to see what Hendricks is going to do for us. Hopefully he can still, hopefully he can still have that arm that keeps him in the first three of rotation. Yeah. I'm hopeful. I don't believe he'll be our opening day starter. Um, him and Dansbury Swanson. I'm very excited to see what he's going to pull up this year. Last year, his stats were amazing. He's ready and excited. He's also pulling for Bellinger. He's been very yeah. vocal about it, which I love. Like, yes, keep talking, keep talking. So, yeah, but yeah, he in particular, I'm very excited to watch. Nice. Uh, I I don't know how to pronounce the the Japanese pitcher. I, I'm going to say it's Imanga. Ima but I'm sure I'm butchering that as well. So yeah, you know, I, I, I don't even want to boss. I feel terrible. <laughs> I'm sure once I start hearing it, it's going to be one of those things where yes. it's like, oh yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. But and I have to be heard... honest, I wait for the announcers <laughs> while I'm at the baseball field and then try to remember the way that they're pronouncing it. So if I yeah. butcher it, it's not 100% on me. <laughs> I did, I have gotten Yamamoto's name down because the Yankees were in such a hot contention for him oh, yeah. for a while that it was like everybody on the like talk radio everybody talked about Yamamoto so I was like all right well that one I know how to say now but yep. and but that one flows off your tongue it does it does there's no weird g in the middle and you're like yeah yeah it kind of trips me up it's uh so I, I'm gonna say it less too <laughs> um like, who I'm talking about <laughs> <laughs> how did uh were who uh, we talked about uh, who you're most excited about. Uh, they, they do have some exciting prospects down in the farm. Uh, Pete Crow Armstrong is, is one of the, the top prospects in baseball. Uh, do you think he starts opening day for the Cubs or is he, uh, you know, go down to AAA, spend a little time getting some seasoning and come up later in the year for if, you know, when things are looking, hopefully looking good. If he can start the way he finished, he'll be with us the entire time. We might see him take down during the season if it needs to be, but um, I don't see him starting in AAA. I see him starting with the lineup, but maybe not necessarily on the field, but I believe he'll be in our dugout. Nice. 
he, he's an exciting player. Just he's a very exciting player. <laughs> his defense alone, center field. I was uh, talking the other day, like third base defense is like my number one thing I love watching. But then center field, de- like good center field defense, really makes a di- like makes a difference in uh, yeah. for a team. Um, he's and, quick. He's yeah. like Baez quick for center yeah. fielder, which is exciting. Quick, quick feet. That's what we need. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I I personally am looking forward to to seeing Justin Steele to see if he can replicate what he did last year. Um, he lost a little steam towards the end there. Uh, Might have just been you know getting those extra innings tagged on mm-hmm. to to that arm, but uh, he's he's exciting to watch. Very exciting to watch. Yes, I yes, <laughs> I agree with that one. Justin Steele is going to be a good one to watch. Yeah. All right, so couple couple quick quick hits for you. Okay. Say Suzuki. Does he play the full year this year? If he can keep up the way he did last year, then yes. Yes. He he came out clutch when he needed to. All right, then. Sure. over under 30 home runs for Seiya. Under. Under. I I would probably put him between 20 and 25. Okay. I thought he'd be the reason Otani went to, or, you know, that they got somebody, somebody big. I thought maybe, you know, they'd be uh, pulling him over there. So everybody thought that and everybody was hoping that truly, but honestly, up until that injury, front offices seem to be on board with it. They seem to be kind of pushing out those rumor mills, but yeah, once he went under surgery, there was no reason to keep that going. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so what, I know I say so a lot, one of my, one of my ticks, um, Cubs thinking back to the, those Cubs teams, especially that world series team, you know, a lot of them have departed from, from the team, which one was the hardest to watch go? Anthony Rizzo go to the fucking Yankees. That one was a hard one. (laughs) That was the true quote from Moneyball. Yeah. Yankees just took our heart. Like, oh my god, that just echoed in my head when that announcement came out that Friday. Oh, I, I could see why he's so he is a lot of fun to watch. He's got a great personality. He really uh, brings something to that clubhouse. Uh, I believe he's the reason Aaron Judge came back to the Yankees. Fair enough. Uh, just the just he he has a certain thing about him, um, and I'm hoping he's recovered from the concussion that that he had last year and cause he was, re- he was mashing the beginning part of the year he was. Um, and looked like Rizzo of like a couple of years ago. So hopefully he can re- rekindle that and, refi- and uh, find that again. Hopefully. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. We took, sorry. We took your, your okay. heart there. <laughs> it's okay. It's just salt in the wound. No big deal. <laughs> well, Hey, it's not, sign- not resigning Javi Baez has kind of worked out for you. So I didn't want him to begin with. I oh. did not want to resign him when we let him go. Yeah. He was declining then, and where is he now? Uh, that was that was actually one I was good riddance. He was fun during those moments, but he hasn't done anything since. No, nope. he can still Same make that. Bryant. What was that? Same with Chris Bryant. Yeah, like, that was a he was a heart of Chicago without a doubt, but he had already started declining when we traded yeah. him. So. That happened quick too for him. And I thought maybe Colorado would give him a little bit of a resurgence, you know, be able to get a hit a few more balls out of cores, but 
he's had a rough time just staying on the field too. And, you know, he's been plagued with a uh, back injury after back injury after back injury. So that's, we all know how that goes once players start going down with that. So. Yeah. And it's never, it's never easy to see those players too, that you, you watched come up and I'm sure you saw like at spring training, like as young, younger players come through the system and become the stars of the Cubs team, then kind of like go their ways, but also fade at the same time. It's yeah. it must, it, it's not easy. <laughs> it's not. It's really not. No, especially like a name like Chris Bryant's. Last yeah. uh, actually last year, my son's birthday, we go to spring training games, and that happened to be uh, Cubs and Rockies, and we were around a bunch of Rockies fans, and I just wanted to ask so bad, where's Chris Bryant? But I knew I'd be like a topic of contention. Yeah, yet again, they're at spring training. So, <laughs> and the Rockies haven't don't spend money. The one person they have spent money on has been him, and hasn't hasn't really worked out too well for them. So, no, that's twice now they've had big name players that did not work out for them. Yeah, they're that franchise is a, a whole nother mystery of, of a team. You know, <laughs> they and they have a nice stadium too. It's it's no Wrigley. It's it's definitely different, but uh, they, they need to they need to get that championship. Still, but they do. They, they I really don't know if they do. solved it. <laughs> I agree with that. Yeah. So Arizona games, uh, Diamondback games. The uh, what is the ex- fan experience like going to those? Uh, I've never been to Arizona. It's it's on the bucket list of, of stadiums to go to. Um, is there a place you like to sit best is there the is the beer selection good there the food tell me about what it's like going to a game in arizona <laughs> i'm gonna get ripped apart for this um it is not my favorite stadium i oh. frequent it because it's here yeah <laughs> it's on the cheaper side um the food there's maybe two carts in the entire stadium that i will eat from um it is not luis gonzalez's place i assure you of that <laughs> I either go upstairs. Actually, I guess there's the three different places. Um, Four Peaks Brewery has their own place on upstairs concourse. Okay. Um, Cold Beers and Cheeseburgers. These are some franchise names, restaurants that are here in town. They've got a place and then a little more higher upscale. It's called Bourbon and Bones. And I enjoy that place a lot. You can get an amazing old fashioned before you go down into the ballpark. I enjoy that. And then inside um, is the Tamale Company. It's a small family owned like everything's out of crock pots behind the cart so yeah that's some real authentic mexican food inside there and the carving station that's also on the first concourse um they do turkey and roast beef sandwiches but they're roasted and they're car they're literally taking knife from the turkey and putting it on bread for you that's it yeah that's the only real stadium food that i would ever touch um, unfortunately, I had one of the worst hot dogs ever in 2021, and I was absolutely convinced that they never replenished the stock from 19 because 2020 <laughs> season never happened. <laughs> so I, like, these hot dogs yeah. will be fine. They're hot dogs. Yeah, it's. Uh, I think I've had one hot dog since then. Oh. Yeah. Wow. When a whole yeah. when a stadium can take out your whole hot dog eating experience, that's you know. Not a good situation. <laughs> <laughs> Not a good situation. No, no. But uh, my parents, when they go, they love stadium food. So my dad's the small hot dog and nachos kind of guy. Okay. Um, my mom too, pizza, hot dog kind of deal. But no, we're not big stadium people. 
like even when I go to Wrigley, if it's not a Chicago dog, I'm probably not eating inside the stadium. I get it. Yeah. I've been to, I've been to Wrigley. It's been a long time now. <laughs> probably getting close to the 20 years since I've been at Wrigley. So I, I do oh. want to get back. Um, definitely the neighborhood have- around it, completely different. Yeah. It's not scary. <laughs> it's not scary yeah. anymore. Beautiful. It was a little dicey. Um mm-hmm. When we were there and then we stayed, I don't remember where exactly we stayed, but we went to a jazz club and, and that was cool and that was fun. But um, I I would like to get back to Wrigley. Uh, Arizona is one I've never been to. We have friends who live out there. So like, oh, come on out for for a game. But it's like, do we want to go to a Diamondbacks game or do we want to come out for like spring training and hit a few different places? So if you do the end of spring training, you always get one game at Chase. Like oh, nice. this year we're playing the um, Yankees, April 1st. Oh. Okay, cool. Yep. Last year, I think it was, was it the Red Sox? I forget, but it's always a bigger team that we play, or Arizona will play at Chase for the last spring training game. Right. Awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. And then it flows right into opening day. Yeah. I guess the, they're working the kinks out, making sure the hot dogs are defrosted. And- <laughs> Not frosted and taste a year old. Yeah, <laughs> I guess maybe you maybe you went too early in the 2021 season. You know, the the new hot dogs were uh, rotating the stock. <laughs> it was opening day. Okay. Actually, yeah, exactly. It could have been. It could have been. But yeah, the, yeah that- the hot dog that I had since then was decent. Okay. I ate it. <laughs> I did not throw it out. <laughs> yeah. No. No more COVID hot dogs. We're past yeah, all that. No. Moving on. <laughs> if it makes you feel any better, I the closest stadium to me, baseball, uh, MLB stadium is Yankee Stadium, and it's okay. my least one of my least favorites on there, and it has my favorite team there. So it's just not a great viewing experience. Really? Not viewing experience. There's good okay. sight lines and everything like that. It's just a matter of uh, the ballpark experience isn't great. It's it's a big. It's like the Coliseum. It's big. It's gray. There's all you know. That's, that's not luster like. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's not as much not as much to it. Okay. Um, as I would like, uh, they don't have any like local beers on tap anymore. They had a few when they first opened, and now it's all you know Budweiser, Coors Light, and really. Uh, so it it doesn't even have like that appeal, and I, I, I get it. It's the city, so it's you know it's it's a different vibe, but. Uh, City Field, where the Mets play, is completely different. It's more okay. ballpark like, and um, so when you start traveling to like other stadiums, you, you're just like, huh, I, I, w- I wish we had this kind of experience. Oh yeah, um, one of my favorite bathroom experiences sounds so weird, but for a female in a um, stadium bathroom, it, it matters. Yeah, Washington D.C. has beer holders by every sink and in the toilets. Like it's just a little cup holder. Like that's brilliant. Why don't all stadiums have this? <laughs> yeah, that's it's the only thing I have noticed that as well. And I've been to Nat Stadium mm-hmm. like three or four times, and I do appreciate that about them. Heck yeah! Uh, you don't have to like hold the cup in your mouth while you're doing like three other things, and you don't want to put it down anywhere because then it's nope. <laughs> and you're like, that's it. So you're either chugging the beer or holding it with your teeth and hoping you don't have to like sneeze or cough or anything so it's awful that's even an awful thought <laughs> yeah. it's, just, it's it's always a bad experience so if you could put a cup holder like up high yeah i'll even take the shelf but you know yeah. up a little bit that was my um, favorite little quirk inside of a stadium 
You don't need fancy, fancy beers or anything like that. Just nope. give you some cup holders in the bathroom and you're all set. I am good to go. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's it's all about simplicity and like Absolutely. You know, appreciating those small things and those small gestures. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, I can tell you in Chase Field, we do have a great beer selection and there is quite a bit of local beers nice. and not just the um, like Four Peaks. Four Peaks was bought out by Budweiser. Mm-hmm. So you'll see a lot of their beer throughout Phoenix and throughout the United States at this point. But um, we do have more there than just Four Peaks, which is really nice. Yeah, that is really good. I like when they embrace the local like communities and local cult. Like everybody, every stadium is near a community that has, you know, local businesses, local restaurants. Oh, yeah. So it's great to see when uh, they could bring them in and let them get a start or you know even if it's just for a year and give you know almost like it's a like an internship uh or a like a a residency for a little while just to give them an opportunity to to grow and to get their name out there i always think that's such a good thing that they have the ability to do and i get it it is you know budweiser's paying them millions of dollars for to have their things everywhere so i understand but you know it's not all about little man all about it Um, now when you go to Chicago, is it an old style or is it a Budweiser or is it a something else? It is old style and shots of Jameson. Nice. (laughs) Uh, yes. Roadhouse 66 is my bar that I go to before every, um, Cubs game. I have since 2018's opening day where it was snowed out and I got lost and very drunk in the vortex of Wrigleyville. (laughs) (laughs) I made very good friends with the owner, Matt Warner, just a shout out. I don't know if he's watching or not, but. That is a fun bar. If you like sing-alongs to 80s rock and roll, this is the bar to walk into. (laughs) That is awesome. And so it's in Wrigleyville itself too? Yes. Yep. Right down the street. In fact, so I'm a huge cannabis connoisseur, smoker, everything. And it's my favorite walk for the last two years now from Roadhouse to Wrigley. Because I can go in for my shot and a beer, say hi to Matt, walk, hit a dispensary for a (laughs) pre-roll. Nice. And then walk on into <laughs> Wrigley. It, it's beautiful. Can't even do that in San Diego, but can do that in Chicago. That is that 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 is the full <laughs> experience. That is the full walking experience that you, you could have too. Just the right distance and everything as well. So, yep, that's awesome. So you you mentioned a bunch of stadiums now. How many have you been to? 13. My last new stadium was 2019. Life took a lot of twists and turns since then. So traveling has not been as extensive as I would like, but hopefully I can change. I'm turning that around this year for myself. Um, I really want to get to a stadium before that's done and over with. So um, my cousin and his wife, I do baseball with them a lot. Um, They were, they sent me some package for some West coast games to get me there um, towards the end of the season. So I'm hoping to do that. I was hoping to make it to um, opening day in Texas against the Rangers. I don't think that's going to happen, but that's okay. My last new stadium was Fenway. Oh, cool. Yeah, that was an experience. That was really cool. So I'd like to get back. Like I've done New York City three different times, but I've never made it to um, baseball stadiums. So I would like to get that under my belt as well. And to actually see New York City over 32 degrees. That would be really cool. <laughs> It does happen. <laughs> I know. I know. I just um, take the wrong times to go. <laughs> I, 
I will say we've I've done opening day at Yankee Stadium the last I think it's been 13 years now. Okay. 14 years. Um minus the COVID years because that was crazy times. Um but every year I'm like, why do we do this? It's freezing and it's not enjoyable. <laughs> uh, there's been one year where it was like, okay, I can stand in this temperature and be okay. Yeah. Otherwise, it's like we're bundled up. It's like we're at a football game instead of oh, a baseball. Yeah. Yep. I've done it twice now in uh, Chicago where it was bundled up. Why am I here? <laughs> I just saw them in 75 degree weather and now I'm in 38 degree weather with flurries and I'm still here. <laughs> Worth it though, totally worth it. I know it's just something about baseball and being there. It's just the experience of it. It's it, it gets you. So it does. No, it I, does. I completely understand. I have not been to a Yankee game in a snowstorm. Luckily, okay. I've stood outside in the rain, and I've probably very close to freezing rain. But luckily, never have had flurries at a a game I was going to. Yeah, that's not fun. But I mean, you know, just drink beer, stay warm. <laughs> Shots of Jameson. That, oh, that, Jameson, that helps. <laughs> that definitely helps. <laughs> awesome. Well, Victoria, thank you very much. It's been great chatting with you. Yeah, uh, you too, man. I appreciate it. It's been a good time. Yeah, absolutely. We'll we'll have to check back in mid season. Yeah. See, get you know get get a finger on the pulse. See how you're doing with uh with the Cubs uh and games that you're head you've gone to the for the year. So uh. We'll have to, we'll, we'll circle back on that one, we'll say. I like it. Thank you very much. I look forward to it. Awesome. Thank you so much for joining me. And uh, we'll be doing some more season previews coming up very soon. So check them out. You can follow me at Major League Brews. And Victoria, do you want to tell people where they can find you? Um, Instagram at Cubs Girl in AZ. Awesome. So give her a follow. She she does a lot of baseball stuff. So definitely worth it. I also do real estate. Plug real quick. If you're looking to buy or sell real estate in Arizona, give me a call. <laughs> Hey, absolutely. <laughs>